Good day, gentlemen. How are you? Good day. Good day. I'm well. Good. This is episode uh, 117. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Wayla Brent. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Hello, boys. Hello. How'd you like that intro? That was pretty good. Caught me off guard a little bit. Caught you off guard. Exactly. Uh... Somebody's commenting on a sexy voice, and I'm not sure whose voice they're calling sexy. Must have been Bryce's. Must have been mine. Be mine. I've got I've got noticed twice. Yeah, so Bryce has a story actually. Bryce got uh, got recognized yeah, recently because of the podcast. I was at my uh, I was doing a wine tasting for Mira Wine, and mm-hmm. uh, we had someone like just like a random drop in come in and join the tasting, and he was like, "Are you the same Bryce from?" The Ultimate Deck Podcast. <laughs> He's like, seriously? Yeah. He's like, you do you do the other eighteen as well? Are you the Bryce from the other eighteen? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm kind of a little bit of a fan, I guess. He's like, <laughs> what? Did you sign anything? No, I didn't. Come sign on, anything. that is like, fantastic. Pull a sharpie. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, what are we do uh, this? What are we signing? Uh, nothing. You're not signing anything. Oh. I, I wish I knew who, but maybe it's not anybody we know. I guess. I think his name Somebody was like Ron Price. Give him a shout out if okay. he's still listening. Perfect. Uh, have you ever had anything, any recognition from the pod or YouTube or anything? I don't think so. Like the only thing that we would have is down in the States. We'd have some people. Yeah, lots of stuff in the States the, with the Instagram community and the shows, right? But that's like one dude. Off the top of my head, I've had one dude. And his name is Justin. He used to be on the podcast. <laughs> Justin was Brace. And then he, uh, I've had two that I can remember and. And so I'll tell my stories now that Bryce has brought these up, and then we'll get into the uselessness. Uh, and this isn't. The <laughs> one we're, the just one, so we're clear, yeah, this, this is, is not this part is of the, the uselessness. This is the good stuff here. <laughs> the one was funny because he actually mistook me for you, so you kind of have had one. Oh. <laughs> but I was at Kenosi Lake camping, and I went for a walk to the bathrooms one day and by the playgrounds, and some, I believe I might have been walking with my little guy. He's like three years old or whatever. And this, this girl, about my age, probably like 35, 40 years old, it's like, Staring, staring, and I, and I didn't know why, and I was just kind of like, gave her a nod and was just going to walk by because I didn't know who it was, and she's yeah. like, are you are you from the Ultimate Deck Shop by chance? <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, I am. And she's like, oh, I love like love watching your stuff on YouTube. We watch it all the time. Like, it, it's really good. Your dad's Harry, right? <laughs> your dad's Harry Laurent? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. I was like, you got like everything, you got everything right up to this point. I am from the Ultimate Deck pod, uh, Shop. We do do the YouTube stuff, but you think I'm Wade and I'm actually and the I'm other guy. Not Wade. I'm Shane. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, great job. I love watching the YouTube. The second one was at a Rough Rider game. And um, we were sitting, it was my wife and we were with somebody. I don't remember who it was now. I think it was with Justin, actually. We were okay. with Justin and his wife. Yep. And this guy comes wandering down the stairs, stops at our aisle, and I could see him like, or sorry, wandering up the stairs. I could see him go by me, like staring at me hard. And I was like, Again, no idea who this guy is. Yeah. Goes past me, sits down. Happens all the time. So attractive. Right. <laughs> exactly. Always. Forgot about it. I was like, notice. I was like, oh, that's weird. Guy. I was like, trying to think like, do I know the guy from somewhere? Comes back down. He's hammered. Comes back down. He's like, hey, <laughs> you're Shane from the from the Ultimate Deck podcast, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I am, man. He's like, I love what you guys do. It's yeah. so good. I listen to the podcast 
all the time. I watch the YouTube stuff. You guys are hilarious. And he's going on and on. And my wife's like laughing. Justin's laughing uncontrollably because he's like, this isn't happening right now. This is not happening. So anyways, a couple of... A couple of fans out there. We got some fans. <laughs> yeah, three of them, it sounds like. Three. three. And they've, we Local. found them. We found them all. Yeah. Two from here, one in the States. <laughs> your guy, Ron. The My funny, guy Ron. The funny <laughs> thing Four, is, was that his actual name, Ron Praise? I think so, yeah. It sounds vaguely familiar. I don't know. He was and building it, a deck this summer. He told me that's why he started listening. Oh, Like he's awesome. about to build one this no, summer? he built one. Oh, in 2020. In 2020. Not, listening ever and since. And not from us? Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to look him up and see if we got his name in the system. But that doesn't sound familiar as a customer. Look at Westrom's comment. This is gonna be terrible. That's really funny. Um, sorry for bothering you at a football <laughs> game, Shane. Says Mark Westrom. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what else did I want to talk to you guys about today? Um, what shoot. did you do this morning? What oh. did you do? Yeah. Okay. So, I got an early wake oh. up this morning. Here, I fell asleep. Why on the couch. are you? Uh, why are you coming to work at? 12.30 yeah. in the afternoon. There's a story behind it. It's not a great story, but it's like, <laughs> for you guys in the building that can smell me, it's you're going to want an explanation. It's a story. Now everybody else wants an explanation. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, so anyways, I crashed on the couch last night hard. Usually I work at night, and like last night, my 14-year-old was like, do you want to watch a movie tonight, Dad? And I was like, I had to say yes, because I haven't done much of them lately. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I should. <laughs> He's I, 14. That sounds horrible. <laughs> He's 14. It's time to start paying attention to this. Right? I He's not right. going anywhere. Exactly. I just mean uh, like, I had big plans of doing some work again last night, but then he wanted to watch a movie and I was like, ah, shoot. Okay. So I, so we, we put on a movie. Um, <laughs> Fine, but it better be a good one. It wasn't. Better be about Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't about Tiger Woods either. What was it about? Which movie was it? Uh, holy shit. I fell asleep early. Like I fell asleep in this thing pretty early. Oh, it was with Robert De Niro and a kid. And I don't remember what it's called, but the Robert De Niro plays a grandpa. It's grandpa something. Bad grandpa. Is that what it's called? I think it's got Zac Efron in it. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. For the record, Ron I Price, didn't make it that far. Ron Price has not purchased a single thing from us. Ron Price listened to our podcast <laughs> and bought somewhere else. Didn't even get a quote. Oh, not a no. single thing. Boy, I hope you had the name wrong. Or maybe they didn't get his info. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen. Okay, um, so anyways, you watched uh, Bad Grandpa. So anyways, it's Whatever. the one like Robert De Niro, he, he his daughter moves him in because he's getting old and lives by himself and he has to take over the kid's room, like the 10-year-old's bedroom. And the oh, okay. 10-year-old loses the bedroom to his grandpa and has to go upstairs. And so they get into like a war. The war with grandpa. Between, well, the kid and his friends against the grandpa and his friends. And this is where I fell asleep. I didn't, I don't know how it well, happened. It actually sounds pretty entertaining. It looked like it could have been good and it was one we could both watch, right? And it was interesting. So anyway, because I'm almost a grandpa and he's, <laughs> he's a kid. Uh, but anyway, so I fell asleep on the couch. Oh, gone. Six yep. o'clock. I wake up this he morning because... Oh, sorry. I thought you fell asleep at 6 p.m. I was like, wow. No, it would have been about 10. It would have been about 10 o'clock okay, that I fell asleep on the couch. I just didn't wake up until 6. I heard right. the babies cry at about 4.30. I went right back to sleep. That's not my like problem. It even, <laughs> like it wasn't even That's happening. A, <laughs> I'm on the couch. Yeah. That's a so, future Shane problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wake up this morning, 6 o'clock, and Jay, my wife's like, I, just, I got a uh, text from the daycare that at 4 in the morning or something that she had... Ended up in emergency all night with her daughter, so she's closed today. She can't go in. She's like, but I have to, like, I've got to hire a bunch of people today and be on the phone all day, and I've got to make this cake for this lady. It was the cake, whatever. She had a bunch of shit to do, and I was like, okay. And I didn't even say anything to her. I just texted you guys right away. I was like, sounds like I'll be working from home today because I was like, she's not going to really get this shit done with all these kids. When did you text that? <laughs> six. It was like six. 
20. In like a text message or was that in Hangouts? In Hangouts. To you uh, and Fraser. Yeah, it wasn't me. Fraser replied and said, sounds good. You? Out. You no were idea. Out no, I didn't know. I had no idea you weren't <laughs> coming in today. That's oh. the first I've heard of it. Check it your messages. Like, <laughs> I did. I read you just all. thought it was a no-show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whatever. He works like, he probably worked late last night. Yeah. So <laughs> I've hit my 40 hours in the first three days. So. Peace. Yeah. Um, I thought Wednesday and Thursday were a bonus. Like, <laughs> nope. Nope. I, uh, if he shows up, he shows up. He shows I did up, give the heads up. So anyways, so I'm at home. And I cracked out the laptop this morning and I got it set up and I sat down for like five minutes and where I was like, okay, I've got to make a phone call. I got to hire somebody. Can you, can you make sure the kids aren't over here and make a noise? So mm-hmm. I go <laughs> put the that. muzzle on the children. Please. Yeah. Try to come back. And it's just like, I can, I, it didn't take me too long to figure out like, I'm not going to get a damn thing done here. Cause yeah. she's got to be on the phone. She has to, she doesn't have like, she's, she's on time. I'm not. So I was like, I gave up. So I went and just like looked up the kids and I was like, well, I should make some breakfast. What am I going to make? Chicken and waffles. Yeah. Chicken and waffles. <laughs> chicken and waffles, boys. <laughs> I was like, mm. I don't know why that came to my head, but I was like, we should, I should make something I haven't made before, something I like. I've tried. And it was like, I flashed back to Nashville when we went down there for Deck Expo. And the first thing we did when we got to Nashville is we stopped. Is it, was it called Sunshine Records or the Sun, Sun Records? I, Sun Records Cafe, I think it was, or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. And we had chicken and waffles. It was like 1130 at night. Chicken and waffles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that place. And we're like, oh, yeah. This is really good. But it was a dive that place. Right? Well, it was a popular spot because it was like a, I don't know. It's it's a popular spot down there. I don't yeah, think yeah. It, like it was di- not diving. Like, not diving. Like, yes, exactly. It was diving. It wasn't. On purpose. It, was it wasn't on dingy. No, no, no. Right. It was but like it was clean, a little but, hole in the wall. Yeah, but like yeah. lots of memorabilia on the walls. Yeah. And it was like a, it was a tourist this. attraction mm-hmm. kind of place, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we had chicken and waffles there, and it took me three it or four years, but I I did it again this morning. So what an endeavor from scratch. Everything. Waffles, everything. Chick, like I, I grew the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, I, I, so, I was like, yo, you have any, have any idea how long yeah. it takes to make a chicken? When somebody, they say the phrase, a watch pot never boils. You should try to grow a chicken. Yeah, 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 grow yeah, yeah, exactly. That's pretty slow. I took out the eggs, sat on one for 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> nothing happening. So I had to go to plan B. So I, so from scratch, like I had the chicken breasts and then I made the batter. Mm-hmm. And then like the season, so here's the, here's the trick to really crispy, like well-coated chicken, like the restaurants do. Cause normally if I would do this, if I was going to make battered chicken, I dip them in like eggs and milk or something and then yep. into straight into the flour and seasoning mm. and then, and then fry them. Mm. And those, that leaves like a thin layer of seasoning. It's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. The trick, the stuff you dip it in first, like the eggs and the milk, which is actually eggs, water also needs flour and seasonings in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's thick, like pancake batter almost. So you dip your chicken yeah. in that, it comes out with pancake batter on it, basically. Then into the flour and seasonings again. So it's double coated. There you go. Then into the pot, deep fried. That's why I smell like I do. I got you. Okay. Then I made waffles from scratch. Yeah. And then I made a gravy, like a white gravy for the uh, chicken and waffles. And then maple syrup, which I didn't. I love how scratch. people call that gravy. I'm just going to put that out there. What it's is not, it? it's, it's just it? like... Flour. I'll tell you what it was. It was, uh, it was chicken broth. And, oh, it's so it's so it's and the left, gravy. It was it was chicken broth and the leftover flour and seasonings from yeah the stuff whatever. I just mix it up into a pa- paste and then the paste. <laughs> gravy gravy sounds there. better than paste. <laughs> pa- I, made, I had a paste. I made chicken flour paste. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we had a and then so of course my wife is like she eats pretty healthy and she's like you're deep frying stuff. I was like I yep. That's not yeah. Like you don't make chicken and waffles it's and Friday. cook them in the air <laughs> if fryer. Like. If you're not interested, you could go stand outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's minus thirty five. <laughs> well, <laughs> seems like it's not such a bad idea now, right? So, and then my fourteen year old, he wasn't up yet. I woke him up. I was like, upstairs. It's uh, 
It's go time. I'm making brunch. Brunch. Daddy's going to cook today. He comes upstairs. (laughs) He comes upstairs and looks. He's like, what are you making? Chicken and waffles. What? Why is there chicken? Why? What? He's like confused as all hell. Blew his mind. Blew his mind that I'd be making chicken and waffles for the same meal. Yeah. And so, anyways, we have it all, and he like he bites down on one. At first, my wife tried a piece. She's like, "This is really good." I was like, "Yeah, I know, babe, right? we I need to deep fry more things. Yeah, Everything's exactly. deep fried, yeah, exactly." <laughs> and then the the fourteen year old tried it, and he's like, "You know what I hate about this?" Yep. And I I wanted to say like, uh, "How about you find something you like about it first, and then I can listen to your <laughs> whoa 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 goddamn complaints." <laughs> It tastes really, really good. Damn right. <laughs> it's like I really like this, and I don't like that I like this. <laughs> and he's like devouring you the put chicken syrup and waffles. on it. Yep. Yeah. So waffle, a little bit of butter, some syrup, big old piece of deep fried battered chicken on top, and then gravy if you wanted gravy. it. I was the only one that was really eating the gravy. The other people did without your chicken paste. A chicken paste. <laughs> chicken flour. Do you guys, paste. Would you like some paste on your <laughs> chicken flour paste? Chicken. Do you want some paste? Would you like some paste? Do you, it's it like have some have some moisty paste. <laughs> it's the moist maker. <laughs> so uh, anyway, spectacular. Now that I've wasted enough of your guys' time, how about you waste some of ours, Bryce? You, do you want to do the time waster still? I do. Yeah, <laughs> after that, after sure. Okay, time waster today is. Does everybody knows how many like weird Saskatchewan names there are? Obviously, right. Like town names. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Right. Like so I was I was originally gonna do like, is this a Saskatchewan town name? I think that's too easy for you guys. Might not be, but anyways. It'd, okay. be, it'd be funny for the guys that are listening though. Yeah, so like here's a few examples of Saskatchewan town names. We got like Mozart is a Saskatchewan town name. Okay. Urine. Yes. Urine? Urine. Where's urine? It's in the middle of nowhere. So when you're there, <laughs> when you're there, you're yeah. in urine. Yeah, you're in urine. Yeah. I almost okay. for sure would stop and pee on the post of that sign. <laughs> I wonder how many picture. times. <laughs> you're uh, in urine, urinating. Yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, yellow grass. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cut knife. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Siemens. Yep. Yep. Uh, uranium City. Yep. Primate. Primate. Ooh, Primate. Primate. A yeah. love. There's love, Saskatchewan. Yep. Uh, smuts. I never heard of that one before. Oh what? Boy. Road trip. <laughs> We're going Let's to go. Uh, forget or Forge. Forge. That's, that's, that's pretty close to home for Wade and I. Yeah. yeah. Uh, climax. Yep. Didn't know about that one. Uh, Didn't? Did. Did, yeah, did. yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. Big Beaver. I haven't known. <laughs> Carrot River. <laughs> I haven't found it. I'm not sure how to get there, but I know it exists. <laughs> so those are some Saskatchewan town names. And so I thought we'd play a game called... Uh, British town oh or boy. British insult. Okay. British town or British insult. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. That sounds Ready? fun. We'll do, f- we'll do five of them. Okay. TC Dex says he's getting hungry after nice. that story. <laughs> <by the way>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first one is Upton Snodsbury. That's a town for sure. Town or insult? Well, I'm going to say it's an insult. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. It's a town in Worcestershire near North Piddle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I want to repeat and like tell a story, but I'm scared to say all the names again, so I'm not going to. Okay, here's the next one. Lickspittle. Insult. That's a town, too. That's an insult. Ah. So are you going to tell us what these mean? Yeah, I'll tell you what the Lickspittle means suck up. Oh, yeah. Call someone a lick spittle. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Do one, one more or a few more. We should have Quigley Cable Rail in here. He might be a little bit familiar with these, being Irish. 
Maybe. Closer it is. Mump Simus. Mump Simus. Town. Town. It's an insult. Damn it. A stubborn person who insists on making an error in spite of being shown that it is wrong. Oh, we have lots. (laughs) We have lots of those. Synonym. Carter. (laughs) My son's name. For those who are like not watching, I rub my face right there. It's like mind blown. What is that one again? Mump Simus. Mump Simus. All right. New nickname. Mump Simus. What's up, Mump? New What's up, Mump? <laughs> Mump Simus. Okay. Uh, n- Nether Wallop. Nether Wallop. Town. That's an insult. It's a town in Hampshire. Started, I started hot on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll do two more here. We got. Hobbledehoy. Insult. <laughs> God, I hope that's an insult. I want to use it. That's an insult. Yeah, Hobbledehoy. That's an insult. It's an awkward, gawky young man. Yep. Also Carter. Um, Hobbledehoy. <laughs> Hobbledehoy? Hobbledehoy. Hobbledehoy. Hoy, hoy. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then we got Marsh Gibbon. Town. Insult only because you wouldn't end this thing on a town. It's a town. <laughs> Four to one, I slayed. I was pretty slow start, but there you go. Uh, that was only five. I mean, do you want to no, do one more? Because there was two that we didn't. Well, I get. thought we got to like seven. There oh. was two that we both got wrong, but I, I got four right and you got one right. I see four to one that way. Yeah, gotcha. Then there sure. was some wrong ones in there. Okay, small feast, small uh, feast. Town, town or that's a town. Town. It's an insult. Damn. <laughs> what are that like? Like small man, like little guy. One given to finding out and getting invited to feasts. So, what? <laughs> How's that an insult? I have no One idea. Giving. Yeah, see? That didn't make any sense. That's why I got it wrong. Okay. You get invited to too many things, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What does that mean? Okay, fine. 20 minutes. Let's go. That was fun. Let's move. Uh, today's topic is... Uh, nope, not going to call it that way. Hey, what did I tell you the topic name is going to be? I told you it was going to be Survey Says. Oh, you, oh is, I didn't know that that was part of the Did name. you not read it that way? Well, I did read it, but I thought you were trying to be funny. I I was trying to be funny. <laughs> trying to be funny. I, I always trying to be funny. I typed that to you. That's how I typed it in my head. Survey Says. Exactly. I really what like... What contractors want? What I really like that show. contractors want? Family Feud. Family Feud. It's a good one. It's like, it's one of my favorite. If you can like, call it one, there's been so many different hosts and versions of it. Yeah, one of my favorite clips to watch on, like when you're scrolling through your Facebook feed, mm-hmm. and there's always Family Feud, like ads or whatever running. Yeah, it quickly is in here. I Lower Baltics, it says. <laughs> I love that show. Um, yeah, it's a good show. There's a lot of good uh Who's the guy YouTube that's running it right now? Who's the? Steve Harvey. Steve well, no, Harvey. I think he's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Is and who is it? The Canadian one's like, like. Gary, Jerry D, Jerry D, yeah, Jerry D, right? I was gonna say Gary Dice, and I was like, "Who's Gary Dice?" Yeah, no, yeah, he's Steve Harvey's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Current is Steve Harvey. Yeah. Quigley also says a couple more Irish towns. Lousy Bush, <laughs> Lousy Bush. <laughs> That's an insult too. Yeah. <laughs> you should shave that. It's kind of a lousy bush. <laughs> Super offensive. Yeah. Okay, so the topic today, we ran a survey a little while ago uh, with some contractors from Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Local Right, that one. That one. Uh, one from Climax, one from Big Beaver. <laughs> one we got all, we got eyebrow, <laughs> like, we got elbow, we got yeah. all the body parts. All the body parts surveyed. 
And the survey said, so we, we ran this for ourselves, but we thought we'd share some of the information that we're okay sharing with, uh, when it oh, comes yeah. to, cause some of it's just, top just secret. that info. some of it's top secret, but was there was a couple that we thought were like, maybe this would get information for some manufacturers. And we know that some manufacturers listen to this podcast mm-hmm. because if we do things or say things that they don't like, we hear about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you never get a compliment. No, you never get a, <laughs> right. You guys are really for the amount of promo we do for these guys <laughs> <Exactly>. sometimes. <laughs> no, we were phones up. was like last episode. Good, great job, you guys. But you say one thing, we're like, God, they had a couple price increases back to back. Boom, you got the VP of operations. Oh, yeah. He's coming down on the phone. You're like, you got where is this coming from? Why are you guys saying that? And it's like, oh, oh, now you listen. You talk about the distribution method and how the product gets from plant to customer, and it's like you can't tell people that. You mean you can't tell it goes by truck? <laughs> so should go by pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if they could move deck boards by pipeline? That's how they start. <laughs> That's how they start, right? That is how they start. The raw material. That's right. Uh, no. So anyways. Would the, get what, shut down in Quebec. And, and in the entire United States. Had to take a shot. No. Yeah. The Keystone And pipeline. Canada. And Canada. And, and Bridge 5. Whatever. All of them. No more pipelines. What about airlines? Nope. Can't fly those either. We haven't tried flying oil too much yet. We should try that. I wonder why. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> All the all the trouble we've had with the rails. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's put it up in the air, guys. Burn a, burn a whole town down in Quebec. It's like what happened? I burnt the whole town. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So we should get to it. Survey, survey. says. Survey says. Survey says. You got to say it like that. Are you going to ask us questions? No. <laughs> but what we did is we asked some uh, contractors what features do you look for in decking products and railing products. What's important to you? Like all decking products. Correct. When you're yeah. choosing, so a composite deck board, I should say. Okay. okay. Composite, Com- composite deck board. What's important to you? What features? What pr- like price points? Mm-hmm. And so we asked them these questions and we got all the feedback. Now we have, um, there's a few more to come in now, but this is a mm-hmm. basis of 40 contractors. So not a bad sample That's size. Good survey. And so there's some people not in quite the- family feud. Not quite family feud. Yeah. Not quite <laughs> about, two and a half hundred. times short of family feud. <laughs> yeah. But but there's some guys in here that they could comment as we're going along on this. Yeah, for sure. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Instagram. Let Let's us get know. interactive here. Eric Terry, he's always got stuff to say. Quigley, yeah. he's opinionated, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a little bush. Is that what it was? Lousy bush. Lousy bush. Lousy bush. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll go through the categories that we asked them to rank okay. first, and then we'll go through what the respondents said. Okay, so under the decking category, and the question was something to the effect of which of the following, how important are the following features to you when choosing a composite deck to work with, decking product to work with? Okay. And we had them rank them between not important at all, somewhat important, or very important. Okay. And the topics we asked them about were- Scale of what? Scale of like one to five or scale of like one to, or three? Scale of choose the- one of I the see. three options. Just Wait. those words. Pick an option. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> that wasn't, wasn't a sliding scale. scale. It was a choose one of the. Wade above. didn't take or write the survey. <laughs> I did take <laughs> the survey. <laughs> Wait, so we did the survey. I did take the survey. <laughs> we did the survey a couple weeks ago. I don't I know if you're aware. It. <laughs> uh, so uh, Eric's happy there's no more pipelines. Um, He's facetious. He actually wanted it, and I've talked to him about it. <laughs> So what we asked him was rate how important price is mm-hmm. of the board, the available colors, the brand awareness, durability, and by that I should have specified it was like impact durability, like lo- like longevity, uh, scratch resistance, which is why I clarified the previous one. Yep. Traction, warranty, the reward or loyalty program, stock availability, 
relationship with the manufacturer rep mm-hmm. and thermal stability. How much it expands and contracts? Thermal. Yeah. I think he said thermal. I think he said thermal too. But that's okay. We know what he's... <laughs> he's How been, important is gerbil stability? <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's been crushing deep fried chicken all yeah, morning. Right. His, his mouth is tired. Yeah, oh, boy. Like, his, his brain's boys, turning boys. to mush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boys, boys. <laughs> I got some chicken left over. I know what I'm for supper tonight too. Or dinner because I planned it. It's just gravy in that cup. Yeah, <laughs> I threw the gravy out. <laughs> chicken, chicken flour paste chicken in here. Flour paste. <laughs> Some moisty paste. Okay, so okay. off the top of your head, Wade, what would you think? Like of those, there was a lot of them, but is there <laughs> something that stood out that you thought, and for you too, Bryce, yep. that you thought like that's going to be super important to a contractor or not? What's your top one or two? You on go each? first. I have oh, a slight so advantage. I don't even know if I remember all. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here we go. Now that you know what the question is, okay. you can pay attention. Yeah. Price, colors. Brand awareness, durability, scratch resistance, traction, warranty, reward program, stock availability, rep relationship, or thermal stability. So I would say stock availability and warranty and color availability. Those are your top three. Those are my top most three. Most important. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I think those are the going to. Oh. <laughs> and the Johnson's oh. going to chance to steal. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. All three. What did you say? Bryce said stock, stock color, and warranty. Yeah, those yeah. are those are my most important. Okay, you like you hit some that were pretty important. Yep. <laughs> did I? Not the top three. <laughs> but you like one of them okay, and Wade, do you stop stop looking at my sheet? Wade's cheating. <laughs> I would have said uh stock. Yeah, stock availability, uh Traction and warranty, and then price next. Traction. Yep. I think they would like Okay, and of price. that list, is there one that you think that guys are not going to care about? Widespread, kind of like, that doesn't really matter. Brand recognition. Is that Was that one? Yeah. Yep, brand awareness, yep. Loyalty program. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. They don't care about loyalty program. I want to change my answer. Are you changing your answer? No. <laughs> or or rep relationship. Okay. Yeah, any of those. It's so like I'll, all of them are sort of I'll brand. tell you right now, because they... To be honest, they were quite, a lot of them were quite close. Like a lot of these are important to some, some guys degree, yep. right? There was one that really, really wasn't that stood out from the rest. And, uh, you guessed it. The reward loyalty program. No one cares. was not that important. Which is crazy because after we went through that, I was like, people should get on that. There's right? some big cash to be made yeah. in those things. And so, so when it wasn't nobody, completely if we, devalues the podcast that I did. was like, <laughs> <laughs> You go ahead and build a podcast. I'm going to build one that's like reward programs. That's yeah. good. Okay. And two, two episodes weeks later, later, Shane's like, yours didn't matter. Nobody gives two shits about <laughs> Wade's, what you're talking Wade's about. really <laughs> tapped into the market. <laughs> right. So, so that episode was a lot of talk <laughs> and nobody gave two shits. Oh, uh, episode 115. Swipe. Archive that <laughs> thing. It just goes from Not 113 it. to 115. <laughs> it's like just a blank spot. Right. So anyway, so 37.5% of people that responded did say that reward loyalty program was at least somewhat important or very important. However, the rest of them thought it was not important at all. So 25 out of 40 respondents didn't care about the program. And so what do you think's behind that? Do you think that's because they don't know it? They don't understand it. I think that's probably part of it. Yeah. They're all poor. Therefore making my podcast likely the most important one we'll do this year. Holy, this guy's a spin doctor, hey? Whoa. I like how you just did that. When did you release the survey? Before or after Wade's podcast? It was after. Uh, yeah. 
The survey was. So they still don't care. After. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should run it again in a little bit, maybe, and see if you've made an impact or not. So I thought that was interesting because you hear a lot about these things. The the yeah. brands promote these programs quite a bit. They dump a freaking ton of money into them. Okay. You hear about them a lot because on Instagram, that's where the guys who are in the programs are. I think mm. the guys that are more like that are more involved in the community and more involved with the the manufacturers are also probably more involved on Instagram and whatnot. So right now, this is actually a good timing because right now they had their Trex Pro Awards, whatever you want to call it, their mm. whatever. summit. Yep. Their summit was supposed to be right now. And at part of that is a competition for best deck in a bunch of different categories. Yep. And so this just happened recently, and so a lot of guys are posting about it. And so you don't get into these summits and these things without being in their loyalty programs. That's the, the that's one of the perks of the Trex one that we talked about a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, which I, I said to mention that again because nobody listened to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it's worth talking about. So, <laughs> so that's how you get there. So it's surprising to find out that like, for as much money that the manufacturers dump into these programs, yeah. Uh, at least in the small sample size that we took, nobody people don't really care. Don't care. It's which pretty is, far down the list of things that they care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I. I do believe that that would have more to do with the fact that they don't properly understand the rewards program. Not that they don't, not that they aren't interested in getting rewards. Everybody has a credit card that gets rewards. You don't get credit cards that don't have rewards attached to them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They just, but, but you're able to understand what that does. Oh, this thing gives me 2% back on my purchases. It ends up going against my balance on December, like at the end of the year. Right. It's like, I understand that. I know what happens. And so now I use that card and I use it for everything because I get money back. Because I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have any money. I got to put it on here because this thing money. will give me money. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think that when people understand how it works, maybe they use it more, right? And so to the point, like the guys that are using the program do really well at it. They probably have had somebody explain to them why they should use it, right? Mm-hmm. And they the, think about the it, value and do it, it on is. purpose. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so now the proved what, all those people wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Now I combined Dummies. the percentages I combined between people that said it was somewhat important or very important because if it's somewhat important, then it's obviously something they're they're paying attention to a little bit. But if we look at just the very important, only the very important answers, yes. what do you think the top one was going to be? Top one. The top one. Yeah. Because there is a bit of a margin here. Obviously, mm. and not the ones we picked because he would have already yeah, told right. us that, right? Uh, no, not necessarily. That one. I'm just curious. Like, you guys each gave three answers, though. What do right. you think the top one is? And when we're looking at just very important. Not someone important, just the very yeah. important answers. I would have guessed availability. Yeah, I would have guessed availability, too. Availability. Not quite. It's durability. Really? By quite a bit. Durability. So, th- uh, 33 people out of 40 like said that durability is very important how long the deck lasts no i think i would i would like so maybe we could have been more clear with that so i believe durability would be like how if scratches impact stuff Mm -hmm. like carry it around yeah i guess like is it going to hold up over time is it going to hold up or or, because you can't fix this stuff really that well right like with wood you can sand it and refinish it (laughs) composites you can't so you want it to be durable and and have a life Mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. so um now we did also have scratch resistance in there as well and oddly enough it ranked uh, quite a bit lower as far as what's very important so i think when they answered durability it was more about like cracking chipping like structural durability of the board right. as opposed to aesthetic durability 
So there you go. And then the second highest, uh, there's a tie. Or sorry, no, there wasn't. The second highest was for very important was the warranty. So you guys both picked that one. Mm-hmm. Said that was very important. And the third was a tie between traction and stock availability. There you go. There you go. Hmm. So now that we've outlined the outliers, yep, I'll read these off in order. We'll go through the list again. So I'm, again, combined numbers is a closer race. Do you want to do combined something very important or just very important by itself? I think very important by itself is different. Very important by itself? Okay. Yeah. So let's go through what's very important to these people. Number one, durability that we just talked about. Number two, warranty. Number three, number four. I, like, I'm really surprised that warranty makes it that far up the list for those guys. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because yeah, because we know that most of them are the same. You know what I mean? Like, I, f- I feel like most warranties are 25 years and up. But it's probably like that other stuff, like that's attached so, to it, right? Like if the labor is included in the warranty, or right? If, so I wonder if they assumed labor warranty was in on that when they were filling it out, because if if labor warranty was included in that for them in their head when they were answering, yeah, this the question, is a generic question becomes, about warranty. So some guys, it might be just strength of warranty as opposed to length of warranty, like that, how how much is covered. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we've gone through some warranty episodes in the past, which we also need to update our warranty episodes because things have changed mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we did uh i think expose a little bit of the warranties when we did that episode because it showed that length isn't everything and i've been living that <laughs> my whole life <laughs> I've, are we still talking about decking yeah firmly believe that the length oh, yeah. of your deck is not right. the length yeah. of your deck is not everything it's not the most important thing the width is sometimes you gotta grow into it you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> it happens over time <laughs> So I've been like, I've been firmly telling myself that for 39 and a half years, mm-hmm. but you're a lot uh, further than half. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't conscious as a human being for the first six months. I didn't know what was going on. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> the length of it. The length of the so warranty. So we exposed a little bit about these warranties then. Because what gets promoted, right? <laughs> you can't expose yourself in public. What gets promoted and marketed most yeah, often is the years of warranty that you have. That's this correct. This is a 25 year board. This is a 30 year, 40 year, 50 year board. Yep. What's covered is fine print shit. That's right. You know what I mean? But that's the like most important shit. Really buried in fine print. So what they want you to believe is that the longer the warranty, the better. Which but is crazy. What we discovered when we did our deep dive into warranties was that yeah. like probably the best warranty was the shortest warranty. Yeah, because it was it covered everything the whole time. Essentially. And not all 50-year warranties were equal, too, because we had some, like, right? So we exposed that, like, what we thought at the time, and some of the guys have changed the warranties because that's the kind of influence we have. Not a big deal. (laughs) We're we're policy influencers. Because the guy at the football game was like, you're insane! He writes the warranties. (laughs) 25-year warranty from decorators that Mm -hmm. we thought at the time was probably one of the strongest ones because it it was... pretty inclusive it included everything it was the labor it didn't matter who installed it it was just like if you were if you had a warranty claim in the first 25 years it was the most complete warranty they the, mm-hmm. in the industry mm-hmm. uh, and what we also discovered is that sometimes a 50-year warranty and a 50-year warranty is very different because what's covered under the warranty is very different mm-hmm. or the scale in which they decide that something is faded is much different from one manufacturer to the other right so we both have 50-year fade and stain warranties oh that's great but Company A says, but we'll replace your boards as soon as you can tell that they've faded with your eyes. 
and the company B's like, uh, we'll let it go a little bit more past that, and then, <laughs> and then if it's turned white, then we'll warranty. Like we'll get out the not, night vision not, goggles. Not that yeah. much, but the but the goalpost was different, yeah. right? As to when you could make the warranty claim. That's right. So there's you know, and the percentage of what was covered and kicked back that all changed as well. So yeah, and as a homeowner for me or a contractor, I would rather have a 25 year bulletproof warranty. Than a fifty-year one that's like going to be has a lot of hoops to strainer. Well, it's like yeah, right. how easy is the warranty to actually get? Impossible. Right. Right. Impossible. <laughs> and then some of them are transferable and some are not. So there's a lot of things to consider, right? It wasn't just it doesn't. It's not as easy as saying like this one's forty years, so it's better than the thirty-year one. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Nope. Maybe within the same line, like if we're talking about. One you know, brand. With Fibron, for example, and the Good Life line, they've got Good Life Weekender and Good Life Escapes, and the Weekender's got 25 years and Escapes got 30. Yep. Well, the 30 years better because it's the same warranty, mm-hmm. just longer. Yep. So, anyway, that one was very important to people. Only three people out of the entire survey said that that's not something that they really consider. That's incredible. I, yep, I wouldn't have guessed that. 27 people said that's very important. 10 said it was fairly important. Oh, important. 16 people. Hi, oh. Uh, welcome to the Ultimate Deck Podcast, people on Instagram. <laughs> Moment are of we uselessness. On, are we on TikTok and uh, YouTube today? No, we're uh, we're going to keep it on one. Son right of a now. gun! I'm sorry. Uh, Not enough streaming capability. Yeah, we're, we're a little limited week. by our bandwidth. Got on TikTok and it was all like... Not enough internet. Oh, no. Yeah. That, they shouldn't have been playing that Oh, No song. Yeah, yeah. Things yeah. go bad because it broke our internet last Destroyed week. us. Okay, so traction and stock was the number three, four. Uh, what was after that? Colors. Color is important like the amount or the, the selection of colors available thermal stability okay and then once and that's then we get into the teens where it starts to become less things that are uh lesser voted on things mm-hmm. and scratch resistance was uh, 19 out of 40 people said that was very important rep relationship was 16 people answered that and price was 15 i'm Under- so shocked by that i'm also surprised that price was not higher because this yep. was to contractors. But for a contractor, does it really matter? Sure, what the it does price because the they can is? make margin on that. They can make profit on that. Mm. And so you would think that they would be looking for a board that was like at a at a really good price point, so they could be competitive. And if the board was good and held up well, and they were able to get it for a little bit less, they could maybe make more money. But there's always that option that your customer can then shop you. And so it doesn't matter what the price is because you can't mark it up a whole bunch because they would just go find that information and then say, you're gouging me. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of guys don't give that insight into it anyway and sh- and show a markup of materials or even price their jobs that way. Some, some of them might not even mark, like some of them might not be like, oh, I'm going to mark my materials up 15%. They obviously account for their profitability and their operating costs, whatever, out of what they are charging, but mm-hmm. maybe that's not how they're doing it. And therefore the board doesn't matter if they're installing a $6 board or a $2 board, they're making the same amount of money. Yep. But if they're marking the boards up, then there's obviously a difference. Yeah, maybe, but maybe some guys aren't doing it that way. So I like, I personally never did it that way and when I, I, did. When I was yeah. quoting. So to me, it wouldn't yeah. matter if like, it doesn't take me any more effort to install the uh, enhanced board than it does a transcend board. So it's like, it's a little heavier, I guess, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and I was always, I, I charge the same. So yeah. mine was always on top. I'm, I always had a like material and then margin on top of material and then labor. Mm. Yeah. Margin on top of material was like, cause if I wrecked a, if I cut a transcend board wrong, it's expensive. And so yeah, that was what that margin was for. Yeah. So. 
So yeah, it depends on how you price it, but uh, price wasn't a super strong. Now that said, 20 people said it was somewhat important. So it's not that they're saying it's not important. Yeah. If we combine those two numbers, it's 35 out of 40 say it's somewhat important or more. So 87.5% say it's like, yep. it is important. Yep. Um, and only five people said it wasn't very important at all. So <clears throat> get a hold of those five guys. Really big wheels. Sell them the expensive right. shit. Exactly. Yeah, we'll call them. Yep. <laughs> uh, and what do we got after that? Then we trickle down into pretty low digits. So um, brand awareness and reward and loyalty programs both only garnered four votes for very important. Brand awareness seems uh, strange to me because like most people nowadays aren't like, I want a composite board or like, I want a composite deck. They're like, I want a Trex deck. But that, so I believe that that's homeowners that are doing that. Right. But so as a contractor though, wouldn't you be, you don't care? I don't think so. Cause so I believe that the program, the loyalty program would be the only thing that would drive a contractor to to decide what board they put in. Mm -hmm. That's fair. And if they don't care about the loyalty program, then what do they care about board they put down? I, yeah, I do think that the brand play is probably stronger on the end user. And, but there, and so that, again, that's one of the ones, if we look at where the dollars get spent in these things, mm -hmm. like brand is everything as far as the manufacturer is concerned. Yep. But maybe it shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Like it is for tracks because they're the ones that own the, <laughs> they are the brand. They are the brand of composite decking, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if you go around and ask people like their recall on on tr the Trex brand, it's going to be pretty high. Right. But it's not going to be that high for decorators. No. And so is there any point in, in UFP playing that game and trying to outmarket the branding of Trex? Probably not. No. And, I, and I'm not saying that they are because I think they've done a lot of things very differently. And I think that's where they're having success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They've paid attention to these other things. They were on the hundredth episode of the podcast. Traction, colors, mm -hmm. being more personable, like the rep relationships, which even though it didn't, it didn't score high, like yeah. they've built, a, uh, they're building their business on the backs of like close relationships, kind of ground level type stuff. Mm -hmm. So it, it can all work. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the contractors, brand is not... Not a huge thing. Now that said, 25 out of the 40 said it was somewhat important. They oh, okay. Wanna, they don't want to sell garbage either. It's just not the right. number one thing they're worrying about. Right. Only 11 people said it wasn't important. <laughs> so interesting stuff, hey? Yeah. Um, Rep R relationship uh, I thought was interesting too. RCR asked a question, and I believe that that's probably guided towards me from back in the day when I worked. RCR Reynolds says, do you show your margins on your quote? And so when I did my quotes back in the day for finishing. I did not show my margin on my quote. What I showed was material cost was this much and what I will provide for material is this. And I gave a full list of what was to be expected for material and then labor this much. And then here's what I intend to do for labor. So it was like the tasks were broken down. The mm. like, like what the product was was broken down and the task was broken down, but the number was a just one number. So any other ones you want to talk about on here? Some outlier, thermal stability rated very high. And so I thought that was actually, I thought that was higher than I would have expected because I don't, everybody's aware that this stuff expands and I thought that everybody had just made peace with it. And so the fact yeah, that, that it's still top of mind being mm -hmm. like, no, no, that's, that's still important is. Yeah. I thought that was uh, interesting as well. That was because like 
You took the words out of my mouth. Was, everybody has just given up on it. So I thought it was yeah. I thought it was weird that they still paid attention to it. Because what actually happened is that they all gave up on the materials and started to think about how can we install this differently to like hide the fact that it moves too much. Yeah. Right, you exactly. know what I mean? Like no longer was it like, oh, would somebody release a board that doesn't do this? It was just like, uh, they all do it. So stop monitoring things then. That's mm -hmm. the way the industry was going. Yeah. yeah. Until and now with the decorators, ovations or mineral based comps and stuff that has a lot of stability in it, you know, maybe that Maybe that's important to people. Apparently it is. 21 out of 40 said that that was very important. And yeah. another 15 said it was somewhat important. Yeah. So for a total of 90% of people think that the board staying still. It's a big deal. Weather changes it's a is big a big deal. deal. It's a big deal. Especially in Saskatchewan. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. we're going to talk about this thermal like stability in Saskatchewan. Canada in general, right? Like the entire Canadian market. How about stock availability? Very high too, right? Tied for three slash four with 23 people saying it's very important and 14 saying somewhat. But I'm, so I'm not surprised by that. No, I think that like as a contractor, I wanted to make sure that ship was on the ground when I went. And that's one of the things that's going to affect them personally the most of this yeah. list, right? That's the traction right. the board, not really affecting the contractor that much. The colors, who cares? It's the customer mm -hmm. service, what do they care? The only one on this list <laughs> or one of a few on this list that's really going to affect the contractor is the stock. Yeah, stock. And if it ain't in, and this year and warranty, sure. Right? Yeah, I thought that those warranty, two yeah. would have been really important to contractors because if something goes wrong, they're on the hook to replace that. Mm -hmm. Customer calls them again, so yeah. Anyways, and I think this is probably also maybe a little bit of an, uh, indicative of the times right now. Twenty twenty, we're coming off a year where stock availability was the big, probably more of a struggle than it's ever been. Yeah, contractors were more affected by it than they've ever been. Yeah, Especially you know, you run lumber. this. Yeah, you run this the same survey in that question in 2019, and stocks never really been an issue before. It's unlikely that they rated as high. It's Maybe like, not really an issue because it's not really been an issue, <laughs> right? But this year, it's like you got some guys that are still trying to wrap projects up from 2020 because stock was an issue, and it's like, well, now I understand that that's really important to me. Yeah, that the shit's there and ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So probably maybe a little inflated because of the times, but. Um, get to know traction I thought was another good one because a lot of composites are composites are a little bit slippery some are better than others PVC boards tend to be better decorators voyage line tends to be really like is really well um, yeah. but a lot of just like traditional wood plastic composites most of them are a little bit slick yeah. so that was a good one to identify as well so interesting stuff uh, any other ones you want to discuss in here before we move on to the railing category uh, Illuminated Balustrade said that branding is very important in Australia because there are a lot of brands creeping into the market that are cheap and crap. Unfortunately, a lot of contractors are price driven. Yeah. And so Australia more than Canada or the US even is being infiltrated with uh, low quality, low cost Chinese goods. Yeah. The boat That's a doesn't have to go thing. as far, right? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's right down the coastal highway. Yeah. The coastal highway. <laughs> I guess the coast ends, but the ocean highway. So they're having, they're, you know, they're struggling because there's a lot of bad product being imported in there now and being sold and they're mm -hmm. running into it. And um, it is what it is. It's happening here too. Just mm -hmm. probably maybe not to quite the extent, but it's happening here too. Can't get here. It's too far. It's too far. It does make its way here, but it's like certainly at a lesser rate. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. On Everything from China gets here eventually, Bryce. You should know this. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what was important to contractors on the decking side. Now we also ran the same similar thing, but with different categories. Cause some of these things don't, you know, traction or railing probably isn't. I gotta, probably know, isn't I gotta know if I can run on it. <laughs> I need to know if I'm going to grab it with my hand. Am I going to slide over the deck? 
So the categories, some are the same, some are different. With railing, we asked them what's important to the following. Price, colors, brand awareness, warranty, reward, and loyalty program, stock availability, rep relationship, and we added stopping power. speed of install <laughs> or ease of install. Stopping power. <laughs> right. <laughs> How strong is it if I'm running into it at full speed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we should do that. <laughs> Put on like put on our hockey gear, get a deck that's two feet in the air, and then just like give her. Mm-hmm. Went out a little bit too hard there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for rail, um, what do you guys think? So price, colors, brand, warranty, reward program, stock availability, rep relationship, and speed of install. I think what speed of install think? should be the top for contractors. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one be number one, both of you. Pick. I agree with that. Speed of install. And what do we think is the least on the very important rating? Uh, Price, colors, brand, warranty, reward program, stock availability, rep relationship, and speed of install. I say reward program. I say brand. I don't think anybody gives a crap about their brand awareness for railings. Okay. Oh, you guys are getting pretty good at this little game here. Wade's even looking at the sheet, right? Which is probably th- how he got both of those right. I throw some answers. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, I was trying to throw some answers. I don't make it. So actually, not quite. You weren't quite correct. You were very, very close, both of you. Okay. So you guys said speed of install was the number one important thing, and it was like it's up there, but stock availability was number one again. Ah. Again, probably a sign of the times. Uh, but only by one vote. 24 votes for stock availability out of 40 oh. versus 23. Was that the one you just put in? The vote you just <laughs> put on yeah. there? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's my <laughs> vote. <laughs> Their destiny's too easy. Yo. <laughs> Move them around a little bit. And the least important, least very important was, uh, Bryce, you said one, you said brand awareness. Yeah. That's the second least important. Wade said the reward and loyalty program. Wade that was, was the least. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to railing, nobody gives two shoots about brand or what sort of kickback program you got going on. I didn't even just get me the railing. Do they do kickback programs? Some of them do, don't they? Some do. So Fortress, we had we had that discussion last was it a couple weeks ago that Fortress was doing a thing for a while. I don't know if they still are, but they were paying you five bucks a panel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, Trex. I think some of their their railing sales go into their existing uh, Trex Pro program. If you're buying railing, you're earning points on that stuff too. Sure. So they do. Uh, I guess, yeah, your other guys would. Yep. The aluminum guys, I don't know. Regal, I don't think really does. They don't do a perk program, that's for sure. I mean, they're definitely out there training people up and, and giving you... Um, Tools to sell their product. Diplomas of sorts. <laughs> Pieces diplomas? of paper that say like, hey, you're a Dexter. But it's not like a loyalty reward program. No. Right. There's no kickback. There's no... Money, there's more no for money. them than for you. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> right. It's like that's exactly what I said. It was yeah. like they're training you how to sell their product. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's so, a, and that's okay. Like it's better to be trained to sell a product than not. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, from the well, Instagram, the the answers from the Instagram uh, are RC Reynolds says speed of install for sure, yep. and aluminum illuminated balustrade says quality and speed of install. If it's quality, customers will wait. If it's fast to install, contractors will use it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Cooker. Good ones there. So I like we've become very big fans of pushing the speed of install. Like how easy is it to install? Because like how th- that matters. <laughs> that is dollars. That's money. Yeah. Yep. And and it's because there's some that are terrible to install. That's why this is a thing. Mm-hmm. If they're all like, ah, it goes together pretty good, or it goes together really fast, 
people wouldn't care as much, but you run into some that are sometimes are like, that's a pain in the ass to install. Mm-hmm. And so therefore you value it being easier or more. Correct. So um, to go through these a little bit, number one was stock. I said uh, with 24 to 40, if we combine the somewhat important as well, that's 90% of people. The thing that's somewhat important or better. Yes. If we get to number two on the very important, that was speed of install plus another 12 on the somewhat important. So 87 and a half percent think that that's, uh, somewhat important or better. Mm-hmm. And the third highest on the very important scale was the price. So 19 plus a 16 from somewhat means 85 and a half percent of people think that that's. So is speed of install like really, um, important when it comes to like stairs? Is that where it like seems to shine? Yes, it can be because sometimes a system is, has a really good speed of install until you get to the stairs. Right. Like it's a straight run stuff is all fine. You can fly through it and then you get to the stairs and it slows you right down. Mm-hmm. So if you get somebody who's kind of nailed it on both ends, um, then that's more of a complete like yeah. picture. Mm-hmm. There's no, if, if you may, if you lose all your time somewhere on the system, yeah, right, it's like really exactly. fast and you lose it all, then what does it matter? Right. Because what we used to say about Fortress AL 13 rail, which is welded aluminum panels and posts, they used to say all the time, like this is super fast to install mount your brackets on the post, you drop your panels and away you go. Okay, sounds good. Yes, agreed. Dropping the panels into the bra- into the post, very fast. That w- is way better and way faster than component systems where you're snacking, snacking on pickets. Snacking on pickets. Where you're snapping pickets in. But mounting those brackets chewed up all your time that you saved. And and there was a couple things they did wrong with those brackets too. They, they sent you machined screws rather than self-drilling screws. Right. So not only did you like... You couldn't even just fasten the the bracket on. You had to drill a pilot hole, and then you had to get another screw, and it was like... Yeah, because you couldn't be off a little bit. The brackets were so precise that, like, you had to drill a hole for the machine screw, which is not adjustable, Mm -hmm. like in wood. The screw's going to go exactly where you drilled it. And I don't remember what the hole was, three-sixteenths of a hole or something like that. Yeah, And so it wasn't a small hole, so to get that drill bit to not walk, you had to, like Wade said, drill probably drill a pilot hole with a smaller bit. So you got to... You got to template this thing out. You got to spring, spring <laughs> punch. Hole, 360. Yeah. Spring punch. Spring punch the spot. 18th, eighth inch hole, three sixteenth hole. Like might as well get a step bit. Machine that point. screw. Like, and you got to do this like four times on each, on each, post on every post. Each so, side. Now, so that like, if you did a corner post or a line post, you did it eight times. You're done. It was like, this is waste of time. This is total bullshit. Beautiful system when you're yeah. done, but uh, you know, we stocked it and we tried to, we installed it ourselves and we're like, boy, this is like, this takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And then our contractors would be coming back and we're like, I don't like using that system at all. And we're like, really? Cause like, it's really popular everywhere else. They love it. Mm-hmm. But they're like, well, like it takes me a full day to mount freaking brackets on the post for I'm even ready to install the rail. Like that's terrible. Yeah. And then if it doesn't go on perfectly, then the panel doesn't fit in the cover won't snap on. It's like, it's just, so we had a lot of pushback from contractors and we fed that information back to fortress and i'm not saying that we influenced this but it, there was probably <laughs> not a big deal but again same guy does the warranties <laughs> does the fortress that guy shoot <laughs> but they had to have had this feedback from a lot of people because when they released al13 home brackets were mounted on it on the post mm. now that is fast as shit right fast you've eliminated that pain point of mounting the brackets and it's fast yeah you mount the post you drop your panels and you're done and they came up with a simplified stair system, which 
the stair being the trickiest part when you're trying to figure out your angles and where do I cut it here and mm-hmm. how do I make up for the angle difference, whatever. These panels, you cut them straight. All you have to do is mount your brackets with the template that's provided with a self-tapping screw, by the way. I was weighed. <laughs> and then Personally. you template, template and mount your brackets <laughs> and all you have to do is measure the top rail between the two brackets and lay your panel squared because it's it racks. The panel's hinged, oh, right? There you it's go. all hinged in one piece. So you lay it square and you just measure the distance to the top and the bottom. There are brackets they've designed to make up those differences because of the pitch. So all you have to do is cut the panel straight as if you were cutting a straight panel, a regular right. panel, and drop it in. So now the stairs are pretty just quick. about as easy as the straight runs. Pretty there quick. So if you want to talk about speed of install, that Fortress system, and I haven't used, like there's other brands in the States that we haven't used. Maybe somebody else does something similar. But yeah. as far as what we have available to us with, um, you know, Vista Rail, Century Rail, uh, Regal. Regal Ideas Rail, Fortress Rail, these Canadian brands, Star Rail, whoever it is, this is, this is significantly faster than any of them. Mm-hmm. So it's a big step up. So for the guys, like the 23 guys that value that very importantly, that's a system that they should look at if that's right. that important. Mm-hmm. Because they're also saying that brand isn't that important, right? Yeah. Three out of four, you said brand. So if you've never heard of Fortress before, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It has a very long warranty. So if that's important. So anyways, that's it's a great option. It's got a long warranty. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, got, it's got a long warranty. It covers nothing. It's covered. 20-year <laughs> warranty. cover anything. It covers, covers the one screw. So long. But no, I think, like, don't quote me on this, but I believe that they have 20-year on the finish and I want to say a limited lifetime on the on the components. Way's just shaking his head. I don't. Yeah, Whereas I don't with know. the other guys, it's 20 years on the structural integrity and five years on the finish is typical. Mm-hmm. These guys are 20 on the finish and lifetime on the structural. So really good system. Now, uh, what else do we got to go here? Uh, what did I give you? I gave you stock number one. Yep. I gave you speed of install number two. Yep. Price number three. Yep. And then after that was color. warranty. Okay, warranty. 16 votes for warranty. Then color. Then colors availability. It's 15. Mm-hmm. Rep relationship, 14. I find that surprising too. That's pretty. I'm pretty surprised that that made it up as even like as a 14. And there's a big drop off. The next two are the reward program and the brand awareness. Brand yep. awareness three. Reward program two. It's because most of the rails look the same. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're not really like making any waves in railing generally. Correct. So if we want to look at this from the other angle and say what was not important at all to people, by far number one is the reward reward and loyalty program. Don't care. Twenty five out of forty. Not even a thought. Brand sixteen out of forty. And rep relationship was eleven. Yeah. Most of that was not surprising. So, there you go. Wade and I nailed it. I'm not surprised. Unlike my podcast that I did. (laughs) (laughs) Wade's going to have a spinoff podcast. Yeah. So, I don't know who's going to use this information. Like, contractors will listen, and they'll nod along and be like, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Speed of install is very important. It's their answers. So, what do you... (laughs) He's like, I was in that. I was, I'm number four of the 25. Do you think that there's some stuff that the railing manufacturers could do? Do you think that they should do yeah, a reward been, program? Um, should they take something that everybody is not no, interested I mean, if, in and then try to flip it, or should no, they? Well, if you look at the if you look at this and look at reward program, who cares about reward program? Well, if we combine the somewhat and very importance, it's thirty seven percent of people think that's so important, but price is eighty six. Okay. So a loyalty program means you have to increase your, like you got to pay for the programs you're putting mm-hmm. in place. So if that means that your materials, your, your units cost 5% more because you now have a loyalty program with kickbacks and trips and whatever else. Yeah. Then what have you done? 
you've you've rewarded your contractors the 37 percent that care and then you've pissed off the 86 that care about the price or all your diy as well right so your customers are like all customers pay for all customers pay for price diy and contractors and then only the top ones get them yep. so anyways so, I, so that's interesting so price and ease of install are things every railing manufacturer should be thinking about and making sure you have stock and, stock. and i can vouch for that too because you know you know what regal does do very well is they make sure you have your product you know, like you order your Absolutely. stuff and you get it a week later and it's like, yep. it all comes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas some other brands we carry, you order product and you don't see it right away. Mm. Right. So Regal seems to have the logistics figured out. So that's a good thing. You're rarely without stock and they've also got the distribution. Yep. So if I don't have it and a guy really needs a part, he can go grab it from Lowe's or Rona or whatever. Yep. Right. Like it's, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get. So they, yeah, they do a very good job of availability. No doubt. And they play well into the colors, right? Mm-hmm. They've got more colors available as a standard stock items than most railing manufacturers do. Correct. I don't know that they kill it on any of these other things. Like the warranty solid. Um, I know personally, like the I rep don't... relationships are stronger than other brands. Yes. That's for sure of the brands we carry. Yep. So they do some things well for sure. I don't think I care too much about the color of railing. And the reason I say that is the majority of railing that goes in is black or white. Mm-hmm. That's 90%, right? 85%. Like you don't see a ton of people do a taupe or gray. It's like, yeah. And then when they come in and you're like, I want to do taupe. You just stand there and you blink at them three times and you're like, yeah, but what color is your soffit? Why? Right. Well, my soffit's taupe. Fuck. Somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Oh, the one guy. (laughs) If the soffit guys would stop making taupe soffit, we could stop making taupe rail. What about the hinges on the inside of your doors? That, uh, what? Just like, maybe they're, maybe they're black. Is there any black on your house anywhere? What color is your car? (laughs) It's not taupe, right? No, it's not taupe. See, if you were given a choice, you wouldn't choose taupe. (laughs) How can I talk you out of taupe? (laughs) Your car is parked right in your driveway, which is beside your deck. Like, I think you should match to your car. car, (laughs) What's your car? Purple. (laughs) (laughs) If if the color availability was there, would they? Do you think more people would choose? No, No, because it is there. It is there. We We stock and display all the regal colors. Yep. But um, it's still the sales are eighty five percent. So yeah, black and white, and that's the same in Century, and it's the same with Fortress. And Fortress only has black and white; they don't do another color. But with Century, they've got the third brown color, but mm-hmm. its sales lag way behind the other black and whites. Like it's just black and white is just safe and neutral. Right? Yeah, it works for every color of deck. That's the trickiest thing is that, tr- like, black is black. Well, yeah, right. Brown is not brown, right. Red's and that's red. the end of the episode. Mm. Sit on that for a week. <laughs> for a week. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like the browns between from Regal to Century are very different browns. Yes. Yard bronze from Regal is more of a chocolatey kind of deeper brown. And Lakeside Copper from Century is, as the name would suggest, it's a little bit more coppery, almost like a greenish undertone yep. like, mm-hmm. to it. They're both brown, but they're, but they're not the and same browns. And then they also play off of the browns that are on the decking. Correct. Then, so the decking is different yeah, browns. looks like, weird. Yeah. That's what I was going to go with that. It's like, it's got a match. Like the black, if you do black rail, it'll work with no matter what decking you chose, it'll work. Yep. If you do white, no matter what decking you chose, it'll work. But if you choose one of the browns, sometimes you choose a brown decking, doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That's right. So sometimes it we makes the, green, the coppery one look too greeny. We have lots of people that come in and they try and buy a, like a gray deck or they do purchase a gray deck, gray deck boards, and then they want to do the titanium slate from Regal. Mm. And I don't like, I don't, 
try to talk people out of things. I usually just give some insight and then I start with, that's a terrible idea. You're what stupid. you should do. You're stupid. You big what? dummy. <laughs> right. But anyways, if you do gray, there's just like, you don't want gray rail. Cause then it ends up being like the whole thing's all the same. It's like, blah, need some Ferrari, right? Ferrari red. Yeah. Right. So anyways, but we've had like, so, so that's a Black good point. Like a few, when did that come out? Titanium slate came out probably years five years ago, four yeah. or five years ago. And we were at the WLA show when they were first showing. It was like, here, there's a new color we got coming out. It's called Titanium Slate. And we're like, oh boy, I that really is going to crush. Yeah. Like, grays are so hot. Grays are the yep. thing. And we thought for sure that that color was going to dominate. Mm-hmm. And then we still own that stock from the first year. <laughs> <laughs> then it comes in. Guess what? And it didn't dominate. And we had to think about why. It was like, why isn't this dominating? And it's because people care first about the color of the decking. Mm-hmm. And then the railing is an accessory to that. The railing needs to work the decking out the other way around. Mm-hmm. So they've chosen gray decking already. And now they hold it up with a gray rail and it's like, ah, it's too much gray. Mm-hmm. And it's the contrast. wrong, like it just doesn't, it's not the right gray. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't. So grays are also not grays. Mm-hmm. Even more than browns aren't browns. Grays There's are like not grays. 50 shades of them. At least 50. Yeah. At least. Times two or three sequels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but blue, grays tend to be either bluish or brown and that, uh, titanium slate is a fairly neutral gray, and so sometimes it just doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the browns look better with the gray mm-hmm. backboards, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, it's it's a very good color. I, I love the color, but it just doesn't work doesn't as often as you think it would. Yeah. Right. Um, what else do I want to say there? Oh, Century last year came out with a gray color. Right? Yeah, slate gray. They came out with that slate gray color, and they, you know, the distributor brought it to us, and we're like, "What do you guys think? You want to stock this?" And we're like, "Oh boy, yeah, that's great." And then we we did that. We knew better now, and we actually took the railing and set a bunch like our best-selling gray deck boards up against it. We're like, nope, that doesn't work. Nope, mm-hmm. that doesn't work. It didn't work with any of them. But it was tricky because, again, we did the same thing that all homeowners do. Our rep brought it in, set it down, and both of us were like, yeah, That's we should do dope. that. Yeah. And then he laughed, and we thought about it more, and it was just like, oh, wait a second. Like, let's pull our sales from our Regal Grays. We have some history. We can see what people are doing. So we pulled that, and it was like, those were low. And then, and then we started to talk about it more, and it was like, yeah, you know what? No, like, no, let's not put that gray in here. We're not going to carry that because we won't sell it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and we didn't. And it was and a bit of a, did. I would say it hinted on bluish gray a little bit, which means it didn't work for a bunch of the, a lot the, of stuff. the most popular grays now are warm grays. Those kind of taupey grays. Yep. They match oranges and, and that didn't work that railing at all. Yeah. So it just like, it was a tough spot for us. So we didn't end up socking it and, uh, phew. Zero people dodged a bullet. <laughs> for it, so nobody asked for it. Yeah. Uh, so we got some comments on here that we should go through. We'll go backwards here. Um, Carly Matheson says every rail manufacturer needs to get rid of gloss. So we'll let's see how that actually goes this year. Um, we plan to do a little bit more Fortress this year, and Fortress has a gl- uh, matte white. And matte white looks sharp. Uh, yeah. And when I first I like saw it. it, I thought it looked kind of yellow. I didn't love it, but I. But it's growing on me. I like it now. Yeah. And so I'm not as polarized. I do that textured black is like textured black is textured super black. strong now. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like everybody's doing it. And I think when it comes to blacks, like I'm very strong opinion that the textured black looks way better than the gloss black. Significantly. With better. white, I like the look better, but I still think the gloss white also looks good. Yeah. But I don't think the black gloss looks very good anymore. No, it's like it's it, like dirty all the time. Yeah, it shows printy. fingerprints mm-hmm. and yeah. So it's just like the, the, the textured finish of the black just looks more premium, looks Mm -hmm. sharper and the white just looks different. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just a different look, but it it looks good. Yeah. Quigley cable rail says I find black railing is the easiest to sell because it goes well with the furniture and the grills. Yeah. There you go. Oh, good call. 
accessories on I accessories. I usually don't think about the accessories when I do that. So yeah. Vinyl Guys <laughs> loves that color. I assume he means titanium slate. Yeah. And I wanted to get sure. back here. RCR Renault okay. said there is always 25% off Regal 2P. <laughs> Real tope railings, Weapon. and it's always in stock because <laughs> nobody buys it. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah, always twenty five percent. It's always there, and it's always on sale. What's not to love, you guys? <laughs> Install more tope. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a question I wanted to get to though from TC Dex that says, "What are your guys's levels of importance as retailers?" Oh, I thought this question. question was a good one. Oh, that's a good one. So as far as deck category goes, Wade, price, colors, brand, durability, scratch resistance, traction, warranty, reward and loyalty, stock, rep relationship, and thermal stability. Pick three. Mm. Can I see the list? You can see the list. We won't show it to Bryce because he sells memory. wine, not deck boards. I sell so. wine, not deck boards. Okay. Um, of the party. <laughs> yeah, he's the thing that goes on the deck. That's right. So this is uh, this is very different for us. I think. Uh, I believe. Oh, like should I just do top five? I think. Hey, okay? sure. Circle we'll circle top five, and if you so I think if you can number them, that'd be great. But one. Carly now says gloss is a magnet for dust, which is especially on the black. Right. Yeah, I've got gloss white railing on my deck, and I don't notice the white ever. Like it doesn't look dirty like black does, but black you see it. I mean, like. What is it? All commercial vehicles come in white for that reason. Two, That's right. And I keep buying black trucks. And you keep and buying I black tell trucks. You, I can tell you. <laughs> and gloss black trucks. Yeah. They should come up with a matte black truck. Yeah. All, Have all you black seen those Dodge Ram? Yeah. Matte, all black. Matte black, though. All black Dodge Ram? Have you, you watched that video? Black? Have you watched the video, all, all black Dodge Ram? No. No? <laughs> so go onto YouTube and type in all black Dodge Ram. And you, and watch that video. It is like I see, I see all black Dodge Rams everywhere. And then so I know they're good, and I know they got to be expensive. And then and that makes me want an all black Dodge Ram. <laughs> and you know who drives all black Dodge Rams? Guys like me. <laughs> Guy, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's like a spoof. Obviously, it's like, a spoof. Yeah. But yeah. that's a good one. Um, Wade's having a tough time. I here. am because it, yeah. So while Wade's doing that, I'll give some context Four, for why we choose what we choose. Five. As a dealer, you're going to be concerned with who your five. customers are. So really, we right. want to carry what's important to to the homeowner mm-hmm. and to the contractor a bit, right? But the contractor also has to care a little bit about what the homeowner wants. Like at the end of this, like the end user is going to be important here. Mm-hmm. But something that dealers might be concerned with, and we've never really been too uh, cognizant of it. Maybe it's a good thing or not, but we don't really care too much how easy something is to inventory. And I know that that's something that dealers often think about. Yeah, we I hear we, we hear that a lot. Right? I certainly don't care about skew count. Like, you hear about uh, some some like the box stores are usually pretty hesitant to take on a line if it has a high skew count, right? Because they have to add so many items to their inventory. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't think of it like that. I I usually try to think about what does the customer want mm-hmm. and how like. Because who cares if I have to add an extra 200 SKUs? It's like, it doesn't matter to me. It's th- yeah. they're, they're going to buy that product whether I've added the SKUs or I haven't added the SKUs. They're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. And so they might as well buy it from me. Yep. Yeah, my... Oh, I think even yours and my list might be quite different, actually, now that I look at what you're doing. Is this yeah. for brand? Is that brand or colors? Brand? Uh, brand, yeah. So you talk for a minute. I'll go through this and I'll try to think what mine are here. Yeah. Um, oh, this wait, sorry. This is decking. That you're, I was, I'm thinking in my head with railing. I see. We might. Have, yeah, I, you I was said still decking. on rail, and I was like, "Well, I don't think like brand really." Yeah, no, no, no. Anyway. You said decking. Yeah, yeah. So no, you're good. Um, um, what do you want to talk about? 
I got a tattoo last week, Bryce. What? Yeah, I got a half sleeve done. Holy smokes. Yeah, I can't show you because it's so sore. I can't take my shirt off. Well, you're going to have to when you arm wrestle Shane. So. Yeah. <laughs> I got the tattoo done. I sent him a picture of it, and he was like, I'm not arm wrestling you now. And I was like, come on, man. It's you like intimidated the, him with it's your like tattoo. the David and Goliath thing. I was like, if you beat me, I have this like half sleeve done. If you win, it's like you're supposed to win. You beat the really like, yeah. You beat the really tough guy. Anyways. What's your tattoo of? Uh, it represents all of the like the... Um, Sort of the, like the men in my family. So my two grandpas, my dad, and my nephew. Cool. And myself as well. Um, so anyways, I was in Saskatoon. I went up there to do a consult with a guy who could do the style. Stopped in. We visited for a little bit. He was like, okay, put your deposit down. It's, it's a $100 deposit. And I was like, okay, sure, I'll put my deposit in. And he was like, okay, your tattoo will be on April 23rd. And I was like, fantastic, sounds great. And then he laughed and was like, unless you want to go tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, well, I had a guy scheduled to do a full back piece tomorrow and he bailed. And so like I have, my whole day is open tomorrow. And I said, well, let me make a phone call. And so I made a phone call. We had a meeting lined up with, with some guys and uh, I asked if they could move that to Friday. The guy said he could phone the tattoo shop back and was like, okay. What tattoo shop was it? Good you to go. Better shout them out. Uh, Ink Addiction in Saskatoon. Nice. Yeah. Ink a dick what? <laughs> Ink a dick? Sean. Uh, yeah. Anyways, they did uh, They did a great job. He's The artist's name was Steve, and he was like, he's good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'll show you when we're done here. Yeah. It's tender still, but. No doubt. Uh, four and a half hours in the chair. I sat down, and it was like. How was it? Like, were you? I was pretty good for the first tattoo. No, it's my third. Oh, okay. I was pretty good for, I want to say I was really good for about two and a half hours. And then like two and a half to three and a half, I was pretty uncomfortable. Three and a half to four, I was like, like, get me out of here. And then the last half hour, I was like, I like, I looked at the artist and was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And he was like, we have a half an hour left. Come on, man. Just do the half hour and then you don't have to come back again. Carly uh, says, get your truck completely done with a black bedliner. I've seen some trucks done like that. I don't know that that's oh, yeah, the look, I don't like though. that. I don't know that I like that, but just a smoother mm-hmm. matte finish, I think would look sharp. Uh, why don't you choose three? We have less categories for rail, so we'll do top three for rail. Yep. Yeah, so I uh, I would agree with you. I'd probably put, like, if I was going to do four, I'd do four here. Yeah. But uh, I agree on rail with you, for sure. Okay. So to go through these, what's important to the dealer? And this is us. So to continue the conversation yeah, we're having so basically before, all dealers in the world then. You yeah, take that only me. the important dealers. <laughs> yeah. The reason I say made the comment before about the how easy is it to inventory? The reason we know that's so important to other people is because you hear it from other yards sometimes mm-hmm. in you know monks when you're out chatting with them, but you also hear it from the manufacturers reps that are trying to sell the dealer the rail, they use that. Right. That's and they use pitch. it on us and it's we're like got, don't care. It's about only that. it only has it's only eight four SKUs. Or whatever. We're like, you think uh, I care? Yeah, but how how does it go together? Four hundred SKUs for all I care. Well, I don't know. It's kind of like I don't know. It's like I don't know. It's got brackets and whatever. But like, but like, it only takes up eighteen square feet of space to stock it. It's like I don't, <laughs> I don't care how much space it takes to stock. I want right. to make sure that my customers are going to enjoy using it, and they sure shit don't care how much space it takes up in my yard. Mm-hmm. So right, but, therefore exactly. I don't care. Yeah, um, you can have a hundred SKUs if the system works really well. Right. Yep. Like, yeah. So, so as far as the decking goes, Wade, uh, your top from a dealer perspective, 
you had number one was, uh, <laughs> I should have made our rating look different. Rep, Rep relationship was number one for you. Strong in that one, hey? Hey, Shane, move the uh, pad of paper down from your face. Nope. So <laughs> I, uh, I pick rep relationship because you don't need a rep until you need, need a, a rep. rep. Yeah. And then when you... <laughs> And then when yeah. you have to have them, it's really, really important that they're there for you. So I'm going to go ahead and say that like when we're looking to choose new brands to, to put in whatever, it's probably not something we consider too much, the rep relationship. It's once you've already got it and when you need them, yeah. but are they there? So that's it's not like, true because I've also, when we, when we get set up to like to purchase stuff, if the person trying to sell me the product is a total asshat it's unlikely oh, that i'm gonna, yeah sorry. i'm not going to buy that 100% thing. Then, and yeah. so like i think the rep is really important the yeah, rep right. the rep is the person that's going to sell it to me and then we end up in a relationship with that person having to like deal with them if there's issues or or yeah. even rewards after like i want the people that we buy from i want them first and foremost to be people i want to work with mm. and then i also want them to have my back when when we get put into a, a tight spot. And so I think relationship is probably one of the, f one of the most important things when we look at boards. hundred percent. And I rated that number two, it could, it could probably be an easy, like a number one for me too, now that we've kind of talked through that a little bit, but I put it number two as well, because it is super important. The yeah, brands so that we want to do stuff with, like the brands that we want to sell more of, it's because of our relationship with the people that are, that mm -hmm. are doing it. This is a relationship, mm -hmm. right? And, and if a rep does something or, or the, and they're representing the brand. Yep. Their brand, right? Mm -hmm. If they do something that pisses you off, you just don't care yeah. to make them happy anymore. That's right. You know what I love hearing is reps come to us and be like, you guys know that you're like, you're number two sales in the entire region. Yeah. You guys know that you sold more of this than everything. You guys know that your sales are up 200%. I like hearing that shit. Mm -hmm. And it makes me happy to know that we've made them happy. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we like to make our customers happy. I also make like to make the guy above us happy. Mm -hmm. And so I like hearing that feedback, but when that guy gives us the idea that like, he doesn't really give a shit, doesn't have the time, doesn't whatever the opposite's true. Yep. Yeah. Now I don't give two shits about making you happy anymore mm -hmm. because you don't give two shits about me. Yeah. So this got to work both ways. And the reason I put so much emphasis on that is it happens all the time. every year. Yeah. Every year we, we sit down and be like, these, these guys are great to work with. Like we should do more with them. Like I enjoy supporting them or we'll come out of a meeting and be like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm yep. done with these guys. Sounds I can't. Like, sounds like a like, tender spot. Do they like even have happened. like, and then you walk away, you like feeling but jaded. And it's like, they don't understand how important like working with us is a little bit. They don't even it, know. It can just be that. They get to work with you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so rep relationship is very important. I put colors for number one. And the reason I put colors for that is because I think we pick, we launch products all the time because of the colors. It's like they bring new colors and it's like, yep, we get excited about it or we don't. Mm -hmm. Now that said, it has to be, it has to fulfill these other things too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take a Chinese imported board and it's like, oh, that's got the best color I've ever seen and, and then launch it. It's more than just yeah, colors, but colors like, don't work for me, but the colors on the wall, like I think this is assuming already that because we only stock good brands. Like we've already vetted the things through there. Right. So like, do we, do I need brands as a high thing? I didn't even put it as a high thing because it's, to me, it's just like, I guess it's just a given. I'm never going to consider a shitty brand. Right. But to me, the brand isn't brand awareness. I don't care how much the customer under, like is aware of it. Right. I just, it's got to be a good product. Mm -hmm. I can worry about helping the brand. We can sell it. Right. Like we sell products all the time that people have never heard of. Right. This is true. Um, 
So I just didn't rank it as high, but the colors, that's what people look at. They come into the, like, we don't even have branding on our walls right now. We want to, but we don't. Mm -hmm. So when somebody comes into our store, they're looking at colors. They're not looking at what's brand is this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess when I was thinking, well, go ahead. Just the two. No, not two. Yeah. When I was thinking about brands, I wanted them to be like a reputable brand. And so like, yeah, yes, nobody in Regina knows what Wolf Decking is but the company's been around for 135 years. Mm -hmm. The brand is it's about 178. I think once sure, whatever the <laughs> first 40, get, they were just, just, you don't get an email. From they were just guys. practicing. What are you guys saying about us? It was so, like 175 a few years ago. So it's got to be like 177. Anyways, I just think that like the, I think the brand, it, their brand name is important. I don't know that it's important to have people here know about it, but I think it's important to know that they've been around and that. So we might've missed the ball so. on this by not just calling one quality sure. like the perceived right. quality because i think that would probably be my number, my number one sure. this is a good product mm -hmm. first and foremost overall quality yeah okay yeah. yeah because i could live with you know a couple of years ago when we were we were selling and stocking clubhouse i could live with the fact that the brand was not strong nobody knew what clubhouse was. the colors were okay yeah they weren't super inspired colors but it was a great product yes it was it had great traction, yep. great durability, like no more, like uh, wood in it. So it was easy like to bend. Good warranty. Like mm -hmm. it was like, there's a lot of pros about it. Overall, it was yep. a good quality board. So I was okay to overlook the fact that the colors weren't as pretty. Yeah. They're pretty plain. We knew the brand, but yep. anyway. Uh, so number two for me, I had already said was rep relationship, but yep. for you, it was warranty. Yeah. And I, again, that goes back to the, if something fails, if the board falls down somehow, I need to make sure that the customer is looked after mm -hmm. because- they're not going to end up on my rep's doorstep. They're going to end up at ours. Right, exactly. And so I want to know that the stuff we sell out of this store, that we can stand behind it because mm -hmm. they don't ever get to the manufacturer. They get to us. Mm -hmm. Then we get to the manufacturer, right? So it's just, that was why I picked warranty as number two. It's just got to be, yeah, it's got to help. Yeah. Uh, number three for both of us. Stock. Stock availability. And again, that could be this, that could be a problem from this year. That could be a overstated thing. We just, we know. But we have struggled in the past about getting product and that's frustrating. Yes. And it doesn't and show so up until June. Because we've been on all ends of this. Mm -hmm. We've, we, because we stock a variety yep. of brands. We have five brands here. <laughs> some are really easy to get. Some are a little bit harder to get. And some are really hard to get. And yep. I know that like you take the good with the bad sometimes. And it's like, well, this stuff, we like this one for a lot of reasons. So even though it's harder to get, we're just going to make peace of that, but it's frustrating as all hell. So, yeah, because it ends up again, the customer ends up kind of complaining to you or the contractors complaining to you. And at the end of the day, we possibly make the contractor look bad, mm -hmm. right? Cause the contractor tells the homeowner, they're going to sell this product and they're going to get it from the deck shop. We're going to get it out here and it's going to be on this day. And then, and then it doesn't happen. And it's like, now the contractor looks bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's tough, man. That's a tough pill to swallow for us. That's the one that bites us in the ass. Yeah. The most, the other way. Like if we don't get that right, we get our shit chewed out. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If a board's quality isn't good or it scratches easy, that doesn't reflect on us. Yeah. That's like that. The product's sh shitty. Yep. Yep. But they, that's not, people know that that's not our fault. Yep. The stock availability, if we don't have it, that's the first thing people think. It's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Because we didn't bring it in properly. And anything you try to say like, it's, you know what, it's like, we can't get it, the manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're passing the buck. I get it. Get the freaking product for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is the one that reflects the worst on us. Mm -hmm. That's so a tough that one. one's important. So yeah. number four, Wade, you would put dirt, no, sorry, brand awareness. 
Yeah. And so again, that maybe, yeah, that maybe falls into the group of like just good quality board. Right. So I, the, the brand awareness, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure that it was a good brand. Yeah. Not like not new tech wood or whatever. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Maybe not that brand specifically, but I didn't want it to be like a poor company. Right. Selling the board. And then five, I had durability. Four, you had durability. Yeah. Five, you had scratch. Scratches. Yeah, which kind of plays in it as well. I The reason I put that, I guess, is because we talk about that a lot when, and customers ask about it. This mm-hmm. one scratch. And so some do, and some some do easily and some don't easily. And, and some know, do and some don't. And within the same brand, even sometimes, and a Trex is a good example of that. Scratch durability is one of the things you get when you increase into the higher price boards in the right. lineup. Yeah they don't pull any punches. It's on their own material that the scratch durability of their enhanced basics line is not as good as it is on the transcend line, mm-hmm. but that's the upsell. That's the value that you're getting for going up to the higher board. And so that's fine. And that's usually the case with most entry level stuff. They're not super durable yeah. as far as scratching. That said in real world applications, it's like all decks are going to scratch at some point. And even the easy ones don't, it's not like they look like absolute garbage from sliding some chairs around the odd time. Like it takes some effort to still scratch them. Like our, mm-hmm. our enhanced basics displays or, or naturals displays downstairs have been down there for great. a full year. There's not a single scratch on them. We've got thousands of people walking all over them. Yeah. Like it's not that they're, you know. And like sliding their feet on them. They're like, they're, mm-hmm. they're not legitimately trying to scratch them. So when you see people take a sample and they put a key to it and yeah. they're like, how does this scratch? It's like, when was the last time you saw somebody actually scratch your deck with a key? Yeah, exactly. They don't. And so you can scratch sample boards, sample boards, no problem, but sample decks, like a deck that is actually built. If you go into any of your like stores, like specialty stores, you'll notice that those decks are not in terrible shape mm-hmm. because they don't, they don't like that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you don't notice it, how bad is it? It's not bad. Yep. Okay. Railing? It's a big list. Railing. Yeah. So number one for the railing category for you, Wade, was... Same oh, you yours. agreed. We we agreed on these ones pretty close. So number one we thought was speed of install. Yeah. I think it's important to, be able install. to sell that. And whether that's DIY or contractor, time is, time is important. If you're a DIY and you're working on the weekend trying to put your railing together, you don't want it to take two weekends or three weekends. I want it to be able to like put it up that weekend so you can enjoy it with your family, have a sense of accomplishment, right? Yep. Brag to your family how super talented you are as a carpenter. <laughs> it's like, check this out. Yep. Yeah, we saw, yeah the, feel good. we saw the primarily two customer groups, guys who were doing it themselves and contractors. And this is a win-win for both of them. Yeah. Guys doing it self, you want it to be easy to figure out. We don't want to be like him calling us and be like, how do I do this? It's crazy. Um, and then on the other side, it's like the contractors, time is money. And we know that they're going to appreciate mm-hmm. getting in and out on a job and be able to put up a good quality railing in less time than some other good quality railing. So mm-hmm. why not? Number two, we both put uh, was price. Yeah. It's an aggressive market. I would say probably argue, well, I don't know if it's more than decking, but it's like people don't care as much about the color. You're, you're competing more on price on decking than you are in, or in sorry, on railing than you are in colors, I think. There's less things at play. I'm buying white railing. So yeah. which one, and I'm buying aluminum. So which one's the cheapest? Right. That's much more likely to happen than yeah. I'm buying gray decking, which one's the cheapest? Because there's you, there's other things they may consider. But with railing, it's like price matters. And price mm-hmm. matters to contractors a lot mm-hmm. on railing, I would say. And well, I guess the data would say otherwise, but no, that's not true. It was a third, second, second highest thing. Fake news. All this so data matters, is all right? fake news. Shane just made it up. Yeah. <laughs> So that matters. So we both think it matters too. Um, 
number three for both of us again was stock availability. And this is again, top of mind because sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Yep. So we've had some really good luck, like you said, with uh, with Regal's always been pretty good stock wise. Century has been okay, unless you need something that's not sitting at the distributor and Fortress has not been great um in the past and we made that known and so we told that to their face not just behind their back on the podcast yeah it was mm-hmm. like and it was more it's them. more just been the last couple of years the start of the year stock once they get it in and get it rolling then it's fine but it's just like getting that first getting injection. that first shipment for some reason mm-hmm. been an issue the last couple of years so yeah. anyways we're hoping to get that cleared up because we do stock it and it is a great product mm-hmm. so if we can get that taken care of but that just shows you like that's important to us mm-hmm. you yep. can't sell it if you don't freaking have it or if you have it and you, the guy needs one more part, but you can't, but it takes four weeks for the part to get in. Like that's no good right. for anybody. Yeah. Railing is supposed to be the last one day thing that you're done. Like railing doesn't take that long at the end. Right. You shouldn't have to go back three or four times. Right. Yeah. Yep. The lights at the end of that point. And then you said for number, if we were going to do number four, we rep relationship. And I would say that's, that's correct too. And I would say that Regal does a good job of that. They have local reps. We see him from time to time. Um, Whereas Century relies on their distribution rep. Regal doesn't do distribution, so that's the difference, right? You betcha. They don't have a distribution rep yeah. locally because they direct sell. That's correct. Um, our Century rep is down the street. He's two blocks from us. Mm-hmm. That said, we see the Regal guy more. <laughs> right? Whoa. It's true. Uh the but Fortress, the, but he's like the Century reps repping all kinds of stuff. He's he, yeah, sell, he's not he just a railing rep. Insulation yeah. and lumber and decking and for sure. Yeah. Uh, what do we got here? Some final comments before we piece out of here. Illuminated Balustrade says year, year in Australia, terrible warranty slash support. I don't know what that's referring to here, here in Australia, terrible warranty support that is for the bad brands. I'm guessing comment mm-hmm. before maybe yeah, uh, vinyl guy says welded picket is king or he's asking and he's like, yeah. yeah, it absolutely is. The pre-assembled mm-hmm. panels. We're big fans of that. And so that's, that's the funny thing that we, for century, for example, we're the only guys in the province of Saskatchewan. Lots of guys stock Sentry. Yeah. Not lots, but there's a handful of guys that stock Sentry. We're the only ones that stock the pre-assembled panels. Everybody uh, else stocks the... Is that true? Uh, yes. The competitors, the yellow competitors in town don't stock that? The pre-welded? Yeah. They weren't, no. Oh, really? And so everybody else is stocking the component stuff, and we're stocking the pre-welded panels. And I know when we were asking for it, the distributor was like, well, we don't really want to bring those in because... You're the only guys. Nobody it. wants those because they they want the stuff that goes small into a little cubby. They don't want panels that are eight feet long by forty two inches high or forty inches high because it takes up a lot of room. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, whatever. Give us that. <laughs> it's a way better install <laughs> and faster. So yeah. give us those ones. There's so we order them. They cost a little bit more than doing the pre assembled picket, but it's so. Or fast. sorry, than the non pre assembled. Yeah, yeah, it's so fast to put in. I just like I can't imagine doing. Yeah. Anyways, that's why we carried, I guess. And then Fortress is also pre-assembled. So two of the so three systems go. we stock are pre-assembled for a reason. One is because that's the only option they have. The other one, they have both options and we choose that one. And then finally, Regal doesn't have that option. They do in the urban rail, but we don't stock the urban rail. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. lower, lower quality, lower price rail. Um, Yet. Dump, Yet. Dump, dump. <laughs> And then Carly Matheson says, I have yet to hear someone ask if the railing is strong. Nobody. And Vinyl Guy says, that should be a given. And Carly says, should be, Ryan, but you know the better than, you know better than most what is out there. And Vinyl Guy says, yeah, I know more, and I know more than you. And Carly says, that's fighting words. <laughs> and then Ryan's from Vinyl Guy says, it's on, bitch. And then, <laughs> so anyway, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the end of the podcast. Um, I think that should be, a, it should be a given. It should be a given, but there's some systems out there that aren't. Nobody cares. Nobody, like customers but don't ask. 
Customers just assume if you're selling them railing, it's designed to hold them on their deck. Right, yeah. exactly. It's not like, is this one gonna fail on me if I fall leading against it? It's yeah. just like not. Yep. So anyway, um, boy, that turned, I thought this was a short episode to be quite honest. Earlier today when I one hour what we were going to do, minutes. I was like, this will be like a 45 minute. And here we are, Wade. Yeah. Apparently it was really good. And had pretty solid audience through the Instagram all day today yeah, too. It hasn't even shot off on so it. Remember, this is a really good one. Remember when we were talking about podcasts this morning, you and I were talking about podcast. It might've been yesterday cause you weren't here this morning, but um, <laughs> I was baking chicken, bro. <laughs> Not true. Deep frying chicken. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about how the podcast were 19 minute podcasts that we listened to. And both of us were like, Oh yeah, I really like those ones. Those are good. I really like those short. I really like those short podcasts. They're so great. What do you do? Uh, We do two hour ones. Why? Cause F them. We don't care. Yeah, We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) This is about me, not you. So we we got lots of info we're putting into these things. Plus I think our, our listeners are dry. Like they work in bigger cities. They're in their trucks a lot. They're on the job site. You got me, uh, you got me back on the podcast train. The other day, he sent me a couple, and so now I've started to listen to him again. I had been off. Finally. I'd been off Finally. the podcast for a while. So, but I'm back on listening again. So, yeah, there's some good ones out there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, folks, uh, thanks for tuning in. Bryce, any surprises from today Did the, other than the topic? That was a surprise to that you. That was a surprise yeah. topic to me. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. Uh, no, you didn't even know we did a survey, but <laughs> no, me either. Do you see one. either Wade? So, double surprise. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Now you know what the survey says. Till next week, everybody. Take care. Build lots of decks. Build rail. Stay warm. Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.